Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and I don't have to tell you it's the weekend. You can feel it. You already know it. And if not, you can hear it in my voice. Yeah, so we're starting things off with a whole lot of fun on the way. The Joe Rose Show, going to be talking to Mike Florio, football, football, and more football, Antonio Brown. Odell Beckham Jr. And oh yeah, there's kind of two big ones this weekend on the gridiron, so they'll dive into that. Dan Levitard Show, they've got some new show drops to debut. And Hawk and Crowder, a game show that is sweeping the nation, Ogeron or Ogier Hawk. Not to mention I'll have those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. And that's just a few minutes away. But right now, let's get into some of the headlines. Canes kicker Bubba Baxa is expected to transfer, while Houston transfer portal quarterback De'Eric King is considering the U and will make a visit to the school. The Heat played tonight in OKC at 8. Justice Winslow did not make the trip due to a bad back. The Panthers held on to a third-period 4-0 lead to defeat the Kings 4-3 last night. Dolphins quality control coach Matt Lombardi will lead the team to take an assistant coaching position with the Carolina Panthers. The Canes basketball team will play tomorrow 1 p.m. against Florida State at the Watsco Center. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. Kyler Murray says he could play both football and baseball one day, just not now. Murray was drafted first overall to the Arizona Cardinals and was a first-round pick of the Oakland A's in 2018. Inter-Miami CF has announced their training and preseason schedule. Practice opens Monday at Barry University in Miami, and friendlies are highlighted by a scrimmage against NYCFC at their Fort Lauderdale practice facility on February 12th. And now, got to take a step into the day spa. <sighs> Soak it in. It's the weekend, and it feels so good. A Polish former is missing and believed to be dead. Cause of death, he was eaten by the very pigs he was farming. Neighbors have found human remains on the property that are believed to be the missing farmers. Beware, this is like real-life animal farm. An overturned truck recently released its cargo of over 1,700 piglets onto an Iowa highway. What did I say? Real-life animal farm. Whew. Real-life animal form craziness. I'm telling you, real-life animal form is absolutely crazy. Overturned truck, real-life animal form. A bar made of Legos, a million of them at that, going to be coming to Orlando in March. Ooh, nothing like some Legos, some Disney, and some shots. Shots, shots, shots. Actually, I have that queued up right now. Here we go. The largest Snickers bar ever made has debuted in Waco, Texas. It's over 4,000 pounds of Snickers. That's because everything is bigger in Texas. 
Oh, yeah. Let's get into the show, though. Joe Rose. He's on vacation. No worries. Zach Krantz. He's in the house hanging out with my man Rashad Butler. They're talking to Mike Florio about A.B. and Drew Rosenhaus' breakup, plus A.B.'s future. Odell Beckham Jr. acting out, too, but could Belichick maybe handle him in the future? Talking about the AFC-NFC championships and the best Super Bowl party to attend this year. We're Great. getting ready for a couple weeks of craziness after uh, Sunday when they when the two winners come out, and we have two weeks of talking about it, especially down here in Miami. Before we get to even the actual football stuff, I wanted to ask you about uh, a story that I feel like every week we have to bring up is Antonio Brown, but him and, and Drew Rosenhaus, what is it? It's conditionally terminating the professional relationship until Brown seeks counsel. When you saw that or heard that, your first thought was what? Well, I'm surprised it took this long for it to happen. Look, in <laughs> any type of service business, when you have clients that you work for. And when you're talking about an agent relationship, you have advice that you give to the client and you expect the client to take your advice. And at some point, if the client is going to consistently refuse to heed your advice, you tell the client to go get another agent. I know when I practice law, 98% of my headaches came from 2% of my clients. And clients who refuse to listen to what I suggested, who refuse to do the things that I suggested that they do, whether it's how they handled themselves in a meeting, how they handled themselves at work, if it was a situation where it was somebody who had a claim who was still employed, whatever the case may be. If you don't listen to what I tell you, then you get somebody else to tell you what to do. I'm not going to do it. And again, I'm surprised it took Drew Rosenhaus as long as it did for him to reach his wit's end with Antonio Brown. And this conditional termination is aimed at maybe kind of shocking the system and getting him to listen to Drew's advice to get some counseling, get some treatment, get some help for this meltdown we've seen over the last year. But based on how AB has reacted so far, chances are it's not going to be rescinded. It's going to go forward and he's going to have to find a new agent if and when he has a chance to go back to the NFL. That video uh, right here was obviously right here in Hollywood, Florida, yelling at the the police and yelling at, at the girlfriend or, the, or the, the kid's mother in front of the kids and everything. That's not a great look for him. And, and how do you think a GM or an owner of a team looks at that also when it comes to next year, if he does truly want to get back into the NFL and all of a sudden that video comes up and they say, okay, explain this one. What do you think? How, how do you think that's going to go over with GMs and owners? That video, after I watched that, was the first time I've thought over the course of the last year that he's never going to play in the NFL again. And I think the caveat is going to have to get the help that Rosenhaus is trying to get him to go get in order to get back into the NFL. That I don't think anybody's going to touch this guy at this point, just given everything that's transpired, given everything that is still happening, given the fact that he actually taped that and posted it himself, like he thought it was something good, like it helped him. It made him look horrible. And I just think that the talent has taken a back seat to the other issues going on with Antonio Brown. It's a sad situation if it is indeed something that is a health condition. He needs to get it remedied for his own good. Now, if it's not a health condition and he's just a guy who doesn't like being told no, and what we've seen over the past year is an accumulation of how someone reacts when they're used to having their own way all the time over and over and over again, and that dramatically changes, then that's a different analysis altogether. But the bottom line is the guy that we are seeing now from time to time on social media, that guy's not employable by the NFL or by anyone else. Yeah, I agree. Now, the last incident that has been brought to the forefront before we get into uh, this week's games, what do you make of the incident with Odell uh, Beckham Jr. as far as slapping the uh, officer on the rear end? Well, the idea that he's facing an arrest warrant and potential charges, I mean, really, 
what would the worst case scenario be by way of a criminal punishment for a guy who slaps a law enforcement official on the rear end, whether it's yeah. a security guard, police officer, or something else? I mean, the bottom line is you don't lay hands on a police officer, and technically you don't lay hands on anyone. The way Correct. that the laws of every state are written, if you poke, touch, slap, punch another person who doesn't want to be poked, slapped, touched, or punched, you have committed a battery. There are different degrees, and this is the lowest level possible for, it, for what Odell Beckham Jr. did, but the whole scope of his behavior on Monday night was just bizarre. This guy wants attention so badly he can't help himself. The video with the megaphone, the video of handing the cash out to the LSU players, the video in the locker room, and I know he's wanted to be on a winner so badly for his entire life, and this is his first taste of it. I, he just kind of lost his mind, and and <laughs> I, I it's it's unfortunate because the guy for all the stuff the guy had done in the past, he never got himself in position where he's facing NFL scrutiny. But between the technically assault on a police officer and also compromising NCAA student athletes, we saw. Remember the Terrell Pryor five game suspension that right, the NFL yeah. handed out for no reason at all. The NFL tiptoes on eggshells around college football. And if LSU and or the NCAA want the NFL to do something about Odell Beckham Jr., they're going to do something about Odell Beckham Jr. Wow, can imagine how that'll yeah. uh, uh, be in Cleveland with that uh, with that regime and everything there and all the craziness from last season. All right, we actually have... Hey, I ask you guys this. I yeah. ask you guys, is he more trouble than he's worth at this point? Is he more trouble than he's worth? Uh, well, that's actually interesting to say because when he's not in trouble and he's out they're playing football he's a great football player the problem is the attention getting that he just like kind of craves yeah. and has craved since basically in the nfl going back to even that the what is it the bye week in the playoffs yeah. before that playoff game when they're on a boat down here in miami and they're taking pictures and he loves to be on instagram and stuff like that i, I don't i don't know i don't know if he's worth well let me yeah, ask you a question uh, do you think there's a coach in the nfl can put him in place like to kind of make him not only play football but not make it like, not make it so about himself all the time. Like, do you think, like, there's yeah, a coach out there that Bill exists? Belichick. Bill okay. Belichick. I knew you'd say yeah. that. Right. Yeah. And, and he, he's been now, – now, this may be one of those guys, be careful what you wish for uh-huh. situations with Odell Beckham Jr. He craves the winning culture that the Patriots bring, but he may realize after a couple of weeks in that culture that this isn't easy – this isn't fun. Remember when Reggie Wayne left the Colts yeah. and went to New England and he retired a couple of weeks later? It's like, this isn't fun. And you have to check your ego. You have to check your individuality. You have to check your own persona at the door. And maybe Odell Beckham Jr. is just craving someone to tell him, do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. And maybe he's never really had that presence. And what, you know, from a football coach, who's ever told him what to do and what not to do? I mean, even Tom Coughlin, I, I don't think he ever really laid down the law with Odell Beckham Jr. So I think that may be what he needs. And, and also, the other way to do it, a coach like a Sean Payton who will be able to get the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. even when he's the focal point of the defense. You know, the problem with the Browns this year, the defense has constantly tried to take OBJ away. And Freddie Kitchens and company didn't know how to draw plays aimed at getting him the football. So it was a constant frustration. It was a constant distraction. We've got to give him the ball. We've got to give him the ball. A coach like Sean Payton is going to get him the ball on a regular basis, and it takes away part of that, that steam that comes from OBJ wanting the football more than he gets it. Someone just texted in Mike Tomlin could handle Odell Ooh. Beckham. Well, you know what? If he handled Antonio Brown for all those years, right, right, I don't right. think Antonio Brown has dramatically changed who he is at the core over the course of the last decade. I think – once he got on the wrong side of Mike Tomlin and the Steelers after the Week 17 incident when he stormed out of practice and then wanted to play without practicing, and they said no, 
and it all went sideways. I, I just think that was the, the tipping point for Mike Tomlin. He put up with a lot of stuff and knew how to manage Antonio Brown. So I think Mike Tomlin would put up with a lot of stuff and know how to manage Odo Beckham Jr. if he thinks Odo Beckham Jr. can help him win games. I mean, look, I mean that's the bottom line. The, the luster's not there like it used to be with OBJ. You know, you'd call it a good problem to have to have to figure out how to handle Odo Beckham Jr. I think it's more of a balance now where yeah. it used to be no-brainer. We'll take him and we'll deal with the other stuff later. Now you really have to sit down and ask yourself, does this make sense for us to have this guy on our team? All right, Mike, we actually have two football games this weekend to decide who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl down here in a couple weeks. Let's start with the first one, the AFC matchup. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Ryan Tannehills. Are, uh, what do you think is going on right there? <laughs> I, I, I went back and forth on this one all week until I sat down and watched the Week 10 game between the Chiefs and the Titans. And that was Patrick Mahomes' first game back from the dislocated knee. And he was still dealing with an ankle injury that he suffered in week one against the Jaguars. And he wasn't moving like he is now. And he still had over 400 passing yards against the Tennessee Titans that day. The Patrick Mahomes of last weekend is going to perform as well or better than the Patrick Mahomes of week week 10 did. The, the Titans barely beat the Chiefs in that game. It was kind of a fluky thing with a blocked field goal. And, and there was a... You know, a fumble that got returned for a touchdown, and the Titans picked up some points that that maybe they can't count on picking up this time around. And even if they do, the Chiefs can more than make up for it with that offense. So all their weapons are healthy. Travis Kelsey a little bit banged up, but I think he'll be good to go. We we don't want to continue to step into that bear trap of picking against the Titans. You know, I've been very leery about picking the Chiefs in this one, but I don't think the Titans have faced a team like this Chiefs team with the defense better than it was in Week Ten, the offense better than it was in Week Ten. And in Week 10, the Chiefs still nearly beat the Titans. So I like the Chiefs in that one. Now moving on to the matchup in the NFC between the Green Bay Packers going to the San Francisco 49ers. Can Aaron Rodgers be the uh, discount double-check Aaron Rodgers we saw years (laughs) ago? Because I think like that's the only way I can see Green Bay beating this San Francisco team, especially with uh, the way that defense has looked of late uh, for, uh, for the 49ers. We saw Aaron Rodgers be the discount double-check guy on Sunday against the Seahawks. I'm still astounded that the the Seahawks punted on 4th and 11 with three minutes left and took the ball out of their guys' hands and put the ball in in the Packers' guys' hands because both Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers were getting his vintage performances on Sunday. And Rodgers is keenly aware of his football mortality. He knows he's got a limited number of additional spins of this wheel to try to get a second Super Bowl appearance and a second Super Bowl victory. He still has a chip on his shoulder about the 49ers passing over him in the draft 15 years ago. And, you know, the big trepidation people have in picking the Packers for this one, two things. How good the 49ers looked against the Vikings and the 37-8 victory by the 49ers in Week 12 on Sunday Night Football over the Packers. I went back and watched that whole game yesterday. It's a play here. It's a play there. It's a moment here. It's a moment there. And it's 23 nothing at halftime. 49ers are leading. If the Packers can avoid those two or three things, a bad coaching decision, a bad penalty, killing a drive, a bad penalty, extending a 49ers drive, poor clock management at the end of the half, giving the 49ers a chance to add another field goal. If you can just iron some of that stuff out, close in the second half. Guys, if it's close in the second half, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers over Jimmy Garoppolo, especially if the Packers have learned from the last game where you can't just drop Aaron Rodgers back and let him be a sitting duck for that pass rush. You move him around because once he moves around, those guys can't catch him. And if you move him around all game long and they're chasing him all game long, like Rocky and Rocky 2 chasing the chicken before Rocky got in shape, that's what those guys are going to feel like by the end of the game. And that's where Aaron Rodgers can work his magic. They call it the wrist flick from hell. That's the 49ers call his throw. 
and we saw several of them last week. And if he's on it like he was last week, I think the Packers are going to steal this. So where are the people going to see you uh, come Radio Row Week? The Bud Light Super Bowl party? You're going to be at Gronk's party? You're going to be at Shaq's party? Where are you, you going to be that week when you come down yeah. here? Here's the thing, and this is the best part about Super Bowl Week. We are so busy all day long. Then when I get to 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I go back to my hotel, I have dinner, and I pass out and do it all over again the next day. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> right. Smart man. That's, that's, a, that's a, a, a veteran of Correct. Radio it Row is. Week right there. Not to go out all night. Well, that's coming up. We have the big games this weekend, and then we will talk to you again next week before Radio Row starts and all the madness starts down here in Miami. Have a good weekend, Mike. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Good talking to you. Super Bowl parties. Now that's speaking more of my language. If you are not ready for the NFC and AFC Championships games this weekend after hearing that, you never will be. Good stuff right there. Joe Rose Show, weekdays from 6 to 10. Now from 10 to 1, we have the Dan Lebitard Show. This is what they were talking about earlier today. Evening, everybody. Glad to be here with you tonight, rocking on a Wednesday. Later on in the half, the Aces cranking up the defense. That's Art Lebinovitz with the steal, slamming it. Just a taste of what's to come. Plus, since it is the weekend, you got a little extra tension. Maybe a double dip into the day spa. Ah, that's coming up at 6.20, so hold tight. The best of the Joe Show. It's the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day, but on Twitter, I go by the name at Dan Day Radio. Give me a follow. Listening to some Ray J right now because it's Ray J's 39th birthday. Ray J, he had an illustrious music career, acting career. He was part of a reality TV show. His sister is R&B star Brandy, but will always be most famous for making a sex tape with Kim Kardashian. Just being honest. Speaking of just being honest, let's take a step back into the day spa because it's been a long week and you just got to get some pressure out. Or maybe because in the first segment, my computer wasn't working very well and I couldn't get to all my day spa lines. So yeah, let's step back into the day spa, being honest. Ah... An Asian airline recently demanded a passenger take a pregnancy test before boarding a plane. <laughs> Peeing on a stick? TSA's done me worse. Utah's governor has halted at state distribution of thousands of condoms with clever sayings on the packaging like slut. You know, Salt Lake, Utah. I'll take the leftovers. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast is cloudy with temperatures in the low 70s. Win your share of $10,000 every Saturday at Hylia Park Casino. Receive free entries every Saturday, plus earn entries with slot play. The more you play, the better your chances to win. Visit HyliaPark.com for details. Going to get to Ogeron or Ogier Hawk in just a little while, plus play those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. It's kind of the week that was on the Hawkman and Crowder show. But Dan Lebitard first. You can hear them weekdays, 10 to 1, right here, 560 The Joe. What did they debut today? Well, they had a new edition of Show Drops plus Greg Cody's self-involved podcast. For years now, and this is something we love to do, Pat McAfee did it for us last season. Hell, Terrell Owens was doing celebrations for us at one point in the NFL, uh, taking requests from our fan base. And lately, 
We did this years ago with Randy Moeller, the Panthers announcer, who was just dropping inexplicably random pop culture <laughs> references into goal calls during Florida Panthers games. And recently, uh, Jorge Sedano and Izzy Gutierrez, although they haven't done it nearly enough lately, they're they're slacking. Uh, I have not seen them on their sideline reports dropping in phrasing for uh, our show listeners, where you just get these little Easter eggs, these little nuggets that if you're watching, Sedano did it on SportsCenter with Neil Everett and just turned to the camera with just this uh, mischievous grin on his face as they went to break because he was proud of himself for sneaking in an Easter egg for our audience. But there's a, there are a couple of guys, uh, young guys, they are coming after uh, Sinano and Izzy in a way that's embarrassing. It has to be embarrassing to Sinano and Izzy because they're just polluting the things that they're doing with all manner of show references. So, Mike, this latest guy here. I'm not sure how young this guy is. No, this sports director is less young. Yeah, um, but Mike O'Donnell is one of those play-by-play guys uh, that you can often see on ESPN Plus and ESPN3 uh, calling games, and he'll do show references. But uh, Randall uh, Parmley does an amazing job, and this sound comes courtesy of Debbie. W-E-H-T in Evansville, Indiana. We're huge in the heartland. Yep. He does his evening newscast, and he... Uh, see if you can catch the show references in just this uh, short clip here. Evening, everybody. Glad to be here with you tonight, rocking on a Wednesday. Later on in the half, the Aces cranking up the defense. That's Art Lebinovitz with the steal, slamming it. Bossy wins this one tonight, and triple overtime. How about that? 75-74. Is Miller the man? to get the program back into that national spotlight. It's not an easy answer, but you know what? Maybe. Uh, not surprising that the only one that Cody laughed at is his own because his Laminate. level, his less, uh, his level of self-involvement knows no bounds. It really doesn't. I mean, that's quite the accusation when we're only playing things people do when it's saying things that we say. Uh, this is all very self-involved. Uh, agreed, and I'm just jealous that none of my phrases are ever used, but uh, Greg Cody only laughs at the things that involve him. You only get his attention. Honestly, I wait, think... Wait, 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 what would be your phrase? Yeah, yeah, what is... Hey, college kids! Is it pay college kids? <laughs> is it, hey, Seward Scott would have appreciated this when he was yeah, around? I just think that's <laughs> one of your go-tos. But I can't I criticize you because it got that. traction and every, you got like a lot of applause. I'm like, where were you the last 17 times you had yeah. this take? It's word association. Can't come up without it. You you have me doing play-by-play in a broadcast uh, and delivering and, and saying, wait a minute, the ace is playing very good defense here and also where was all this love for Stuart Scott when he was alive? I'm sure he would have loved to have seen it. <laughs> yeah. That's a challenge. He's going to have to work that in now. Yeah. Easier to say slamming it. Uh, yes, it, it, agreed. It is easier yeah. to say slamming it. Greg Cody does not yet have a name for his podcast uh he is uh he's got a podcast coming out i i had a fairly revelatory conversation with greg before the show because greg is so self-involved that he really thinks he's just going to turn on a microphone and there will be a hundred thousand people there like that's that's what he thinks is going to happen why do you always refer to me as self-involved in just a neutral matter of fact way as if it's just a given well, but anyone, anyone who listens, not a real quality. Anyone, anyone who listens to you on this show knows uh, that you don't follow any of the rules around here. Because look at what just happened the last segment. We've been trying to get you to follow a clock here for how long? And I just sat in this room as uh, Greg Cody and Roy had the following conversation. Greg Cody says, "Roy, you're the one who hits me with that horn, aren't you?" And Roy comes in here and says, "Well, Greg, as you know." 
We've had a hard network out here for several years. And then Roy volunteers. Also, that's the 1986 Islanders goal score, which I did not know. Yeah. 1996 goal horn. My, fa- my yeah, bad. It, Excuse it, me. it sounds like a goal horn. Regardless, Greg Cody can't be bothered when he's talking to notice anything else other than that he's talking. That's why he always falls for it. You guys think that, that that he's in on it. He's never in on it. The reason he always loses track of time is because of that self-involvement. And the fact that you intentionally lead me into the horn. I didn't that time. Well, but, you didn't give me much time. It's a, it's a part of it, though. But I, yeah. you had 12 seconds to complicit. discuss all the nuances of the Aaron Hernandez yeah, exactly. case. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's not real complicated. You know, it's just... Worth a three-hour Netflix special. Okay, so what is happening with this podcast? What is happening with it? What are you doing? Why are you... The podcast industry is pretty saturated right now. Scott Van Pelt is getting into it with Tiger Woods, Matthew McConaughey, and oh, Tony Kornheiser. Speaking of, the Mystery Crate is out now. Yeah. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, review. Tony oh, Khan joins us. We talk about MTV and wrestling. It's a great time. Yeah. Well, we're t- the, the McClatchy, which owns the Herald, is timing the release of my podcast in a way that will make it the five billionth podcast in America. You can also check out the Local Hour <laughs> podcast available now, and soon you'll get our one of today's show podcasts also out there. So, Oh, I actually have a clip from today's Local Hour. It was absolutely <laughs> riveting. Here's a little portion. Maine. Yes. Maryland. Yes. Massachusetts. Born there. Michigan. Yes. Minnesota. Yes. Mississippi. Yes. Missouri. Yes. Montana. No. Uh, Nebraska. Yes. Nevada. Yes. New Hampshire. Yes. New Jersey. Yes. New Mexico. Yes. New York. Yes. North Carolina. Yes. North Dakota. No. That's available on the local That's going to be hard to compete with. It's going to be hard to get in the game against that. Give that a beat. Turn it into like a a rapper. Can you believe he's been to 43 of the 50 states? Let's do this with Dan. And he says that getting to 50 is not important. You're at 43, man. you got to get to 50. It's not a goal of mine. You know, I'm not a bucket list guy, quite frankly. Feel free to finish your thought. I mean, you I just drift off. You're making the radio. You're you're making radio, and you just sort of drift off and thought you're about to drink something. You're done. You did good work this segment. No, I did. I, you, you did good work no, this segment. I did fine, it was all right. We didn't talk enough about my podcast, but other than that. That's where I get to talk about the podcast for this show. Real simple. If you missed anything or you want to hear anything again, all you have to do is go to WQAM.com. You can also download the podcast wherever you get them for absolutely free or the Radio.com app, which is also free because free is me. Hawkman and Crowder, they have debuted a new game show that is sweeping the nation. It's called Orgeron or Hawk. We're going to hear from that next. Also, at around 650 we are going to hear those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. Here's a small taste. Hawkman highlights. Highlights. Crowder crowd pleasers. Crowd, crowd, crowd pleaser. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you in Miami. Hi. Like hotcakes. I, I, I don't... I mean, it must be a term that people had used. Or it would make me believe that the term pancake was copyrighted or something, right? Like they couldn't sell pancakes... So I, I'm going to punch you in the face. That's what I'm talking about. Very sexy opening and then just a whole lot of foolishness. That's kind of what's on the way. So you know you don't want to miss that hot mess here on the Best of the Joe Show. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I'm Dan Day, and you got to hear this. 
With the fifth pick in the 2003 NBA draft, the Miami Heat select Dwayne Wade from Marquette University. That is right. One of Miami's all-time favorite sons, Dwayne Wade, 38 today. We've adopted him as our own very son, Dwayne Wade County. Miami Wade County, whatever you want to call it, 38 today. Dwayne, we love you. Seems like a lot of the greats were born on January 17th. Muhammad Ali back in 1942, maybe one, no, maybe the greatest athlete of all time. Benjamin Franklin, Betty White, Jim Carrey, Michelle Obama, Maury Povich. You are the father. And maybe an infamous one too, Al Capone. He was a great. I didn't say what he was great at. I'm just saying he was one of the greats. But Dwayne Wade, seriously, great guy, great athlete, just great for Miami. So happy birthday, Dwayne Wade. Hope you're having a great time tonight. Always having a great time on the Hawk and Crowder Show. Going to get to that weekly montage where we kind of wrap up the week, the Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers in just a few minutes. But first, the sensation that is sweeping the nation. Hawk and Crowder, they have started something with Ogeron or Oger. Hawk. Very excited to play this game, but I can't play without Crowder, and I'm watching him down the hallway. I see him, and so now this is what he does. He runs. He runs here, and he's going to be out of breath. You just watch. He's trying to suck it in right now. I see he's exhaling. I know you're going to be out of breath. Anytime you run down the hallway to get back to the studio, you end up out of breath. Why y'all be rushing back on air? You know what? I did some research on Purple Hair Guy. And? Yeah, he's gone. That was his last well, That was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he here for just a couple days? Know what it was, but he's gone. Scared yeah. the hell out of us and hit it. it David. <laughs> Name was David. <laughs> so we're going to debut a brand new radio game show here. I'm so very excited about this. The winner is going to get a $50 gift card for Caneswear in Davie, the spot where Miami fans shop. They're always open at Caneswear.com. You can get all your Hurricanes gear, Dolphins gear, Panthers gear, Inter-Miami gear. It's all there. Caneswear in Davie. We've played before Hockman or Turkey. You have to decide whether it's me or a real turkey. We've played uh, Crowder or Elephant. You have to decide if it's Crowder or a real elephant. Both very successful games. Now we've got a new game called Hockman or Orgeron. Obviously, anyone that hears that Orgeron speak is just captivated, mesmerized by his voice. And I think I do pretty good at Orgeron. It's very difficult to keep it up for a long time, yeah. but we'll play you a short little clip, and then you tell us whether it's Ed Orgeron or me, and if you get how many out of how many right to win the Caneswear gift card. Let's do nine out of 17. Nine out of 17 seems <laughs> too difficult for me to keep track of. Grief. Do we have anything that we, that we could do? Two out of three? Two out of three? Should we do two out of three? Or we're, we're trying to go the easy way, sure. I'll go three out of four just so we could hear more clips. <laughs> I'll, you get no argument on me if you want to go three out of four. Three of five. Three out of five? Three of five. Got to get three out of five. Three out of five. Tony in Sunrise, you will be our – oh, we got to do a big open, right? You have a big open for Hockman or Orgeron? Yeah. All right, let's <laughs> – look at the grin on his face. Well, no, actually, I'm very nervous. Because Dan Day is from Louisiana – and he takes Ed Orgeron very seriously. Yeah, he's our Cajun expert, and I'm nervous. I don't want to let Dan Day down, Okay, and I'm not sure how this is going to go. All right, well, let's hear the big open for Hockman or Orgeron. They don't have much in common other than their weights. Yeehaw! 
but they do sound alike. Medulla oblongata. It's time for Ed Orgeron. Go Tigers. Or Ed Orgehawk. Another Hawk and Crowder show exclusive. Yeehaw! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. What's your criticism of this uh, open, Dan? A for effort. Okay, but what is the actual criticism? Because I have a feeling it's the same that mine is. We're born in the bayou, not in the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> right. It sounds like it's uh, almost the Andy Griffith show or Yeehaw. Deliverance or whatever. Yes. That's not Cajun music, right? That's like uh, buckwheat zydeco would be uh, would be more appropriate. Some uh, some what was that? A uh, an accordion. Tab Benoit, something like that. Yeah, Zydeco, green bean music. Yeah. Even this, like, what is this that's playing right now? No, this is Southern Louisiana jazz, and the open was a fiddle. And you can't get more Bayou than a damn fiddle, Dan. It wasn't really fiddly. I don't know. Doesn't work. Uh, uh. I do like the name Ed Orjahawk. That was funny. Ed Orjahawk. Nobody yells yeehaw in New Orleans. It's like, yeah, it's it's very, you, like, do you know the difference between Southern and Cajun? I live in Miami, bro. So <laughs> no, that's, that's true, right? So <laughs> no, like problem. Cajun is very unique, right? I mean, it's not, it's, it's not, you know, the, the Andy Griffith family in Mayberry, it, you'll never find that in a Cajun area. No, you will not find that. I'm, I had a big smile on my countenance, and then that started playing. It just kind of went down and down and yeah. down yeehaw! and down. Yeah, yeehaw! Yeah, man, because I I'm, I'm grew up, you know, in Georgia. I'm country as raccoon soup, and I had, like, a culture shock when I went to New Orleans. Right. It's, it's, a, different. it's different. Totally different. I also, I'm, I'm Jewish as matzo ball soup. I like that. <laughs> I That's good. good. All right, let's play the game. Ed Orgeron or Ed Orgehawk? Uh, who, who did I say was on? Tony and Sunrise? Tony. Tony, you understand how to play the game? Uh, I sure do, Orgehawk. All right, you got to get three out of five. Make the music a little softer, uh, Solana, because I want to make sure the caller can really hear. All right, here's the first clip. Is this Ed Orgeron or Ed Orgehawk? i tell you something, we're going to win that game. We're all going to drink some Red Bulls afterwards. We're going to pound them Red Bulls, win that game, pound the opponent. Right, right, right. Tough one. I'm going to go with Orjahawk for the first one. Uh, he yee-haw. says Orjahawk, and that's a yeehaw. That is correct. Yeah. Yeehaw. <laughs> Did <right>. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say yeehaw. And hell yeah, I knew that you was knew? you. You knew? I wasn't even certain. <laughs> All right, you got one. You got to get two more right. Uh, you have four chances to get two right, and you get $50 at Canesware in Davie. Play the next clip there, Solana. Oh, I remember being at Miami. We always felt like we were going to win every game. That's almost like what's going on here at LSU. Don't feel every game. Where mama at? A tough one. Is that Ed Orgeron? <laughs> 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 that's that, Orja Hawk again. You think that's Orja Hawk? Do you want to guess, Crowder? Do you know? Dude. I go with the call. Really? Yeah. That was a tough one. Is yeah. he right, Solana? Yee-haw! He got it right. It's it's got two now. You've got three ch- <laughs> I thought they were gonna be shorter. You've got three chances to get one right, uh, Ed Orgeron or Ed Orgehawk. Go ahead, play the next one, Solana. First of all, you'll get a great education. I know your mama. Me and your mother would be very good friends. Is that Ed Orgeron? I don't know. Is that Ed Orgeron or Ed Orgehawk? 
I actually know this one, but I think I'm going to get it wrong on purpose so I can hear another one of yours. <laughs> so I'm going to go Orja Hawk so I can get it wrong. <laughs> what an excellent strategy. I like this That's call. an excellent strategy. <laughs> that is man. right out of my own playbook because I wanted to hear more. You've got two chances <laughs> to get one right. Play this one, Solana, and let him know. Uh, you'll have to let us know. Is it Ed Orgeron or Ed Orgehawk? We're coming. We're coming. And we ain't backing down. Oh, that's a tough one. Ed Orgeron or Ed Orgehawk? <laughs> I'm going to go with Orgehawk again. <laughs> this is a gutsy dude, because now it's all down to this one, and maybe there's one that's really going to fool you. I thought that was me. I, I thought that was me. Uh-oh. All right. So you've got two right and two wrong. It all comes down to this. You're playing for a $50 gift card at Canesware in Davie. Is this Ed Orgeron or Ed Orgehawk? Oh, tag us. Oh, my phone's... Hello? Yeah. What do you think? You cut it off early, didn't you? No, Solana's trying to make it tougher on you. No, I didn't cut it off. You I didn't? think he wants to hear it again, and he's playing like if his phone cut off. Oh well, oh, I, I, I would, I, really I would play. No, but I would, I would play it again. I would play it again anyway. I mean, it's his chance to win. But I think you cut that off. All right, play it again. Who tag us? All right, let's go, Orja Hawk for the last one. Yeah, I think that, yeah, yeehaw. I think that is Orja Hawk. I think I recorded something longer than that. Go tag us. You were a gamer, Tony. Nice job out of you. Hold on, all right. Thank you. Are you on, Tony? Look at that, Ed Orgeron is here. <laughs> Crazy. How do you think that went? Play another Smashing. one of mine. Play another one of mine. I'm talking Kirk Herbstreit once, man. No, of course. Hey, Kirk Herbstreit. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know, right? Mom and dad said to me one time, sat me down, sat me one time, runs home, and he was in and noodles and dogs, noodles and dogs, and a new gumbo. Who was that? Do you know? <laughs> Who was that? What's <laughs> wrong with you? Uh, look at that. There's Antoine. We were just talking about you on the air, Antoine. You coming to our Twin Peaks event on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday? <laughs> He looks nice and white. I like Antoine in that white he shirt. He hates you. He, no. He ha- oh, by we the way. Hug. We hug every day. No, no, no. You hug him. Ah, small details. Um, I did post some video on my Instagram of me and Solana working on Orgeron or Hockman. So Radio Mark Hockman on Instagram. <laughs> what did he ask his mom? <laughs> noodles and dogs. I, I threw the word noodles in <laughs> and gumbo. Somebody texted, you guys have outdone yourselves. Best version of this game show yet. Dying in my car laughing. LMAO. Sounds more like Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) This is a riot. I'm peeing in my pants. That's Cookie Monster. This game is too easy. Oh, my God. All right, well, we got a winner in the first ever rendition of Orgeron or Orja Hawk. We're coming. We're coming. And we ain't backing down. Crack-a-lack-a-backpack. <laughs> Crack-a-lack-a-backpack. That's what you said. <laughs> There's some we're coming. We're coming. And we ain't backing down. Crack-a-lack-a-backpack. Was that me or him? I don't know. <laughs>
lack of backpack. Like a lack of backpack. Take a quick break. Come right back here on Hockman Crowd. Tell you we're coming. We're coming. And we ain't backing down. Ogeron or Ogier Hawk. I actually know Coach Ogeron, and if he heard that segment, he'd go, Got a pretty good one right there. Play it back. I want to hear that again. Seriously, that's exactly what he would say. There's more of Ogeron or Ogier Hawk in the future. Hawk and Crowd are going to take Monday off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Totally respect that. Then Tuesday and Wednesday, they're going to be out at Twin Peaks in Davie doing their thing. Go say hi. Buy him a beer, buy him some wings. Maybe you can play your own personal version of Ogeron or Ogerhawk. Or just keep listening here on 560 The Joe because we will definitely do that again. And something we do every Friday, it's a tradition. We run back the week that was on the Hawkman and Crowder show with those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers. Hawkman highlights. Highlights. Crowder crowd pleasers. Crowd pleasers. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder show. Brought to you in Miami. Like hotcakes. I, I I don't. I mean, it must be a term that people had used, or it would make me believe that the term pancake was copyrighted or something, right? Like they couldn't sell pancakes, so they created I, I'm gonna, name I'm, gonna, I'm gonna punch you in the face. I'm a baseball player. That's what we do. We hit home runs and slap ass, slap ass. Her fans are the Swifties. No, Swizzle. I think a Swizzle did. I like. Me and my wife was sitting there eating oysters. She's pregnant, and then they get all frisky, and I had to get a little more frisky. I ate 47 oysters late yesterday, I believe. Weird turn this just took. Stop it! <laughs> Baseball. I'm from the Dominican Republic, okay? All I know since I was a little kid is to catch fly balls and to say slap ass every single time. Slap ass! Here's a better question. Who the hell is Jarvis? One team, one heartbeat, baby! I think a swizzle dizzle. Only one can truly call themselves the Tigers from Death Valley. I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Swizzle dizzle. DJ Biggie Fresh on the east side. I'm gonna punch you in the face. If you enjoyed that, you'll enjoy every minute of the Hawk and Crowder Show weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. Speaking of the week that was, it's been about a week since the great Jimmy Johnson got the announcement that he is going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Here's a little taste of that. Well, a dominant first half by the Packers as we welcome you to the Visa Halftime. We've got a full house here on the football yes. field. But there's always room for one surprise guest, especially when it's this man. Coming in right now from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, oh, David oh, Baker, the president. Kurt, good to see you, Kurt. How are you? Good to see you. Kurt, how are you doing, sir? Good. Hall of Famer. Great to see you. Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Wow. Coach, um, oh, <laughs> on behalf of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and all those fans that are watching, and all of us who love this game. I'm very to see you do this. <laughs> Thank you, Coach, for all you've done for the game. Thank you for all you're going to do for the game. Thank you for the history that you've made and the lives that you've impacted. Thank you. It's my great honor to tell you that you're going to be the 328th Hall yes. of Famer into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And your legacy is going to be in Canton, Ohio forever. Congratulations, Coach. 
Congratulations. Hey, bums. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Congratulations. The only thing I can think of is all the assistant coaches that have worked for me, all the great players that have played for me, they're the reason I'm here. And they're the reason I can't talk. <laughs> All right. No, no. Where's your, I mean, where's your bottle? I mean, I mean, uh, this is so special to me because when you put in the work that we put in, it's nice to know people appreciate it. Got to love that Jimmy Johnson on finding out he's going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Of course, he coached at the U. He coached for the Dolphins. He did some time in Dallas. Truly deserving and a great, great representative of this great, great city. Don't want to forget about the Heat, though. They're a great representation of this area, South Florida. They got a big win this past Wednesday against San Antonio. They're back at it tonight, actually in just a couple of minutes. One of the stars this year, Kendrick Nunn, he was on fire the other night. He was talking about closing out the game. Let's hear that. Yeah, uh, that's something we want to focus on is finishing the game. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, if we up in the second half, whether that's seven points, you know, ten points in the third or fourth quarter, uh, we'll try to sustain that and um, get some stops, most importantly, and uh, finish that win. Hopefully the Heat can close out another win tonight in Oklahoma City. That's going to about close out the show. Remember, you can get the podcast for this show or any of the shows that you hear on this radio station and even get those Hawkman highlights and Crowder Crowd Pleaser montage or Ozer on or Ozer Hawk. Download the podcast wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app, or you can go to our website, wqam.com. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Real simple, D-A-N-D-A-Y. My mom gave me a very easy name so I could try to get ahead in school, learn my name real quick, move on to the next thing because she knew maybe the next thing might be a little more complicated for me. But always get my name right, D-A-N-D-A-Y. I'm going to get out of here. I'm actually going to go to the gym, make myself feel good because for the rest of the weekend, I'm going to do some bad things to my body. Watch football, drink beer, maybe eat some noodles, some rice. After all, I'm from South Louisiana. Some minus sandwiches. And just laissez les bon ton roulet. Let the good times roll. And I hope you do the same. Till next time, this is the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.